1: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91
2: Yep, with Rugby League World Cup closing in very quickly, we thought it's a great time to start heading up to the UK and catch up with some genuine greats of the game. This guy's one of those He's more than Rugby League, and despite being the Leeds Rhinos' highest ever points scorer after representing them in his country for nearly two decades, he's bitten off a huge challenge in this fundraising space during the Rugby League World Cup. Kevin Sinfield is planning on running 482 kilometres in one week to raise money for his good mate Rob Burrough. And motor neuron disease research. That equals seven ultra marathons in seven days. Get that around your head, you fellas. Starting in Edinburgh <laughs> and wow. ending up at the Rugby League World Cup final at Old Trafford. That's Manchester United's home ground, is his team. And man, I can't believe that he can still run that far. He's on the line with us right now. Sinney, Kevin Sinfield, how are you, brother?
3: I'm very good. How are you?
2: Yeah mate, I'm, I'm good. How have you been mate? What's the buzz for the Real Rugby World, uh, League World Cup like up there?
3: Yeah, it's building nicely. Um, everybody's looking forward to it over here. and The domestic season finished with uh, a great grand final on Saturday so everything now is gearing up towards the start which is just less than three weeks away. So when all the countries start to arrive, I think Fiji arrived on Monday, um, the build up will just get bigger and better.
1: Mate, what a, you just touched on Fiji, the strength of the teams all aboard. Like, it's usually gone of the days of just, uh, you know, England, the Kiwis, Australia being competitive. Actually, genuine chances from the islands teams, mate. What have, have you seen much of the squads that have been assembled?
3: Yeah, well, I saw the Samoa squad um, that got announced, uh, I think it was yesterday or Monday, um, with eight of the NRL grand finalists in it. So was particularly looking at that uh, squad because they play England in the first game at, at the mm. opening ceremony. So um, I think Samoa are going to be very strong. Obviously, Tonga had a fantastic World Cup last time out and just seemed to get bigger and better. And mm. PNG will be a threat. Fiji will be a threat. Uh, and then obviously, the two big powerhouses down there, Australia and New Zealand, are going to be. Uh, they really like the look of the Kiwi side. I think they're going to be a real threat. Mm.
2: Hey, Sunny, what about the Pommy team? What about your English side? How are they looking?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm still waiting to see uh, who's available. Um, there's a number of uh, big players who are either on the end of suspensions at the back end of the season over here or have picked up injuries in grand finals. So, not quite sure what Sean Wayne's squad is going to look like as we stand. If we are close to full strength, I think we certainly have a chance, being it's it's on home soil. I think that'll, uh, if, if the British crowd can get behind that England team, they have a real opportunity but at the minute I'm not sure, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah it's got to be a great competition mate, I can't wait, it's only it's only three weeks away, it's creeping up on us over here and we reckon the Kiwis have a genuine chance as well with the squad they're assembling and obviously that performance they they put on Tonga not so long ago, uh, we've got high hopes for our Kiwis to go over there mate but just quickly we've got to touch on um, your fundraising effort, why is it so important to you because this isn't the first time you haven't been off something that's like this, is it?
3: No, it's the third one. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think when you finish playing and you retire, mm. you sort of still chasing that fulfilment that the game gave you and and the fundraising and the charity work has certainly helped fill that space for me. And in tragic circumstances, the mighty Rob Burrow, who you guys will know over there, yeah. um, got diagnosed with remote neuron disease in December 2019 and, and since that point um, we had lockdown with COVID over here for the large part of 2020 and um, we wanted to do something to show Rob how much we love and care for him and, and um, we wanted to stand shoulder, and sh- shoulder to shoulder with him so we've gone out on some um, some decent running challenges and, and we're set to go again this November which yeah I'm, I'm, it's pretty brutal but I'm looking forward to it
2: Hey Kev, it's Kempe, mate. You know, like Bez, um, Moz, the ba- Barry McDermott, Adrian Morley's, um, yourself, the old Leeds boys, and and myself down here with Richie Blackmore. Um, often think about Rob Burrow and the struggles that he's that he's been going through. Mm. You having played with him and and you know on both sides of the scrum in the number six jersey and the number thirteen. What does it actually mean to you to be supporting your mate in such a way?
3: Well, I think, as you know, Kempe, we must say on this on this call, by the way, that you gave me my debut in the A-team, back in the day. I don't <laughs> know if you remember that, but you did. Yeah. Um, so I might make you smile. Um, but yeah, I, I think we spent so much time together as, as players in that dressing room. I was sat next to Rob for 15 years. And that mm. bond you have as players, through good times and bad, just because you leave that dressing room and you finish playing doesn't mean you stop looking after each other and stop looking out for each other. So um, as soon as we the diagnosis it it's time to pull together and, and do whatever we could. And um, what we've been able to do in this in the UK in particular the last 24 months is um, allow people who have struggled with this horrific disease over the years um, to not be ashamed anymore and to be able to come out and leave the house and explain to people, I've got what Rob Burrow's got and Bob's been so inspirational and strong and courageous for all of us. So it's important we show and and respect him exactly the same and show him that he doesn't have to do this on his own.
1: Mate, I I really commend you. Honestly. Yeah, it's it's a horrible disease, and and just to see it happen to such genuine, classy people, it's um it's it's a tough pill to swallow, really. And, and I really commend you on on what you're doing, mate, and and the hurt box that you're going to have to go through over these seven days running seven ultra marathons, mate. So you would have been training hard. You would have been um you know putting your body through some grueling efforts, mate. At, at times, how are you able to overcome that? that hurt box and what are some of the trainings that you, you're doing at the moment to prepare for this and hopefully you can overcome it and, and get through it?
3: Yeah, it, it, it's tough because as, as you probably realise, guys, when you finish playing and you spend all that time mm. as a professional, uh, putting on all, all those hours of training in and then coming home and being able to rest, um, that's been com- completely flipped. So mm-hmm. I've got a normal day job now and juggling that with the family. So my training time is fitting in between job my job and and family time which is a challenge and and don't want any sympathy for that it is what it is and that means some early morning runs it means some runs at late at night and mm. and obviously taking your body to a place where it's not used to but it's been important to really push so that I'm used to running on tired legs so the only way to do that is to run yeah. and walk and stay on your feet for for long bouts of, of time and um, I've got a bit of experience I did 101 miler last November for Rob um, so I understand sort of, some of the effects and some of the things that will happen during but hopefully when we met that start line we'll be in the best condition we can and we'll give it everything we've got
2: Well done Kev um, inspirational well, well, well. My, my man it's so good to, to to listen to your story we have a segment down here today and you're one of them which is uh, more than just an athlete and what they, what people do to give back to the sport the other part of your, your life is obviously life carries on and, and you have to look after yourself. Defensive coach at Leicester Tigers, mate, how did that come about and how are you enjoying it?
3: Yeah, I've loved it. It's been, um, they're a fantastic rugby club. Um, they ra- remind me very much of the Rhinos. Um, I think through, I was, I was director of rugby at the Rhinos when Rob got diagnosed and um, very quickly after that COVID hit and... Um, realised that I weren't actually getting the fulfilment out of the job that I needed and I craved and I decided that it probably time to do something else at the end of 2021 however, things got accelerated, um, I got a chance phone call out the blue and it felt right, it felt like the right time and I had a conversation with leads and um, yeah, I've been down there just over 12 months now and it's been a new experience completely different mm-hmm. but Rugby lads are rugby lads and, and uh, it's been a really good environment to move into.
1: Mate Kev, I'm a former union uh, player myself um, and Kempi's spoken about it, the, the, the things that league could give to rugby, so what are some of those uh, differences that you're, you're adding to, to the Leicester Tigers and the differences that you're taking from the game of league and instilling it into rugby, what are some of those things?
3: Um, Well, the first challenge for me has been trying to understand the game because it's very, very different. Mm. Um, So in many respects, I've had to keep it simple um, because um, I, I didn't know enough about the sport when I moved across. But what I would say, I think by simplifying it for the lads... Um, there's not too much detail running around in the head, or the heads. They know that they've got to run about and hit, yeah. and hit with shoulders, and, and um, that helps. So we've simplified everything. Yeah. Um, you know, I understand there's loads for me to learn in the game, and I admire it so much. Like I said, rugby lads are rugby lads, and and I've really enjoyed working with them.
1: What about Namani Dandolo? How do you get into that head?
3: Oh, he's a good, good man. He's a good man. He's a big man as well would um, you go yeah yeah yeah, know yeah we've had some fun he's um he's a really nice fella um but he had an awesome game for us at weekend, and um no, it's a, it's a pleasure to work with him.
1: Hey, tell him Izzy Dagg says hi, mate. Former teammate of his down under, so uh, he's a good man.
3: The money
2: and Jose and Jose as well. Hey, Kevy, <laughs> yeah, I will do. Loved watching your career, mate. Um, since I left the UK, you know, you came on the scene with big reps, and you and you done more than. Um, Put that to bed, and then you continue to do it. Five hundred games, Kimby. Five hundred. They talk about. They talk about three hundred down in the NRL. So, mate, they got no idea. They got no idea how much the English boys play up there. So, just want to congratulate you on your on. Firstly, on your career, but mate, I watched a I watched a YouTube video of you and Rob Burrow, and it brought tears Mm. to my eyes, mate. And it and it really um, typifies that English culture that I really loved and found it hard to leave England. Um, when you get really close to you, uh, you blokes because you're so, you're so lovable and I just want you to go and um, just give Rob a big cuddle from me um, because I can't be I up it. there and make sure you say hi to all of our, boy, all of our boys up there to all of our mates, Bears and, and Foz and hopefully I'll get up there in the next couple of years and come and have a beer but mate, tip my hat to you, you're a champion and uh, you do you. typify you. what is more than just an athlete well done mm. mother
1: Brilliant, thanks guys Perfect, Kevin Sim Oof, inspiring stuff That's why I love this job, you know. You you just you hear stories and people that are actually genuinely doing things and making a difference, and they don't want any accolades. Like he would have hated that. He wants to just do it for his mate, and it's it's it, it, it is
2: just you know Rob's Rob's in a wheelchair can't talk. Um, I don't know if you Rob Burrow mate he, he's smaller than Alfie Langer I remember him running he's around tiny. I was
1: like is this little rabbit and he, he was
2: just so good and play so much above his weight mm. and to see him the, the way that he is but to see the way that um, Kevin Sinfield has taken this challenge under his wing no matter how much pain he's going to go through in his mind as a champion, he's saying it's no, nowhere near what Rob's going through at the moment, and I'm going to do as much as I can while he's alive to raise awareness around motor neuron syndrome. So, um, great to get him on. Louis, that was a great get. Mm. And and I did forget that I gave him his debut. I gave Gareth Ellis, who's also West Tigers, Pom, uh, Adrian Morley, and, and another uh, young kid up there who went on and played something like 500 games for Warrington, um, their debuts together. And they all turned out to be absolute legends. Um, back in the oh well today, so great. Get love talking to them.
1: Yeah, hundred and one miles, Lee.
2: Oh, what's
1: <laughs> that in K's? Are try, You trying to try do the math?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a well, that's 180? well, it's well over. Yeah, that's it. Hundred eighty. It's mm. it's. Oh. Uh, I mean. He's about to do seven ultramarathons in seven days. And Cain Corns, we spoke about Cain Corns over in Australia, mm. just did a similar thing for the, the Child Cancer Foundation or equivalent over there. He had the AFL Grand Final, and just to see the exhaustion on his face, I bet it'll be the similar thing. And he'll turn up at Old Trafford. I've got no doubt he's going to be able to do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. But he's going to turn up and um, he'll be a broken man. But as you said, it's, it's not about that, and it's not about him. It's it's about his mate. And, um, yeah, it's inspiring stuff around. Cool full circle for you moment. Uh, full circle moment for you there, Kempy as well. You feel proud about that, mate. MPC quarterfinals is
1: heating up. The race for a place takes place shortly. One round remaining. It all kicks off tomorrow night when Tasman heads to McLean Park to face Hawke's Bay in an important contest for both teams. Mark Hall, co-coach Dan Perrin, will be looking for his boys to secure the win and give themselves a chance to reach their fourth consecutive grand final in three weeks' time. Dan's on the line with us now, ahead of what should be an epic clash. Calm down, Dan. Morena.
4: Uh um, Morena lads how are we
1: i'm good mate i'm good i'll never forget what you did to us last year in the semi-finals my friend <laughs> so uh just calm down but mates obviously uh huge week you always love battling uh against hawks bay so what's what's the week been like bud
4: yeah it's been really good mate coming off uh you know, last weekend's win against northland uh Find a little bit of momentum just at the right time of the year. So uh, the lads been, uh, they've had real good energy, real good attitude this week, and yeah, looking forward to getting up to to Napier and putting on a good performance on Mate, Friday night.
1: What what is it about these games? Like you've had so much history, you know, um, Nelson Bays and uh, or you know Marlborough, all the days when back in the day when it was earlier on, and Hawks Bay had those epic battles. Now it's Tasman, Marquar. What is it about just facing Hawke's Bay that just gets you really excited and gets you up?
4: Well, I think it's, it always seems to happen—the business end of the season, mm-hmm. is he? and uh, there's always a fair bit on the line. Whether it's you know for the shield over the last couple of years or uh, semi-finals, finals, it always sort of tends to bring bring the best out of both teams. So, yeah. uh, you know, they're in a similar position to us this year, and it's it's finals footy. Uh, a week earlier for both teams, I think. So uh, you're really looking forward to it. It's going to be going to be a clash, right?
2: Yeah, mate. Then you must have got a bit of motivation after seeing Northland steal it yesterday against the Bay. Um, <laughs> does it put extra pressure on you?
4: Oh, there was always pressure to win this one. We're still in control of our own destiny and, and not having to rely on any other results. So uh, that's how we've uh, we've planned the week, and we always knew it was going to be a final and a must-win game for us. So uh, no real pressure. The pressure's a privilege, as they say. So. Mm. You're really looking forward to it.
1: What about the competition, mate? It's been so competitive. Has it surprised you this
4: year? Well, I think it has a little bit. Is it? Yeah, as most teams, I think it's probably surprised a few. And Mm. um, you know, every team, I think, had a little bit of adversity and and attrition. And um, how you how you uh, sell that to the team and and push forward and not let that be a distraction. I think. you know, the best team's going to come out that, that adapts to that adversity the best, I think. So it mm. been a great competition, having everyone play everyone, and, and anyone can win it. So uh, it's been really exciting. Great initiative.
2: Hey, Dan, not giving away too much, but, um, you know, they've had a couple of losses, Hawks Bay. What are you expecting from them tomorrow night?
4: Oh, they're tough to beat it. Uh, at Napier, aren't they? And uh, we found that out last year when we had a crack at the shield up there. You, you can't go into your shell against them. You've got to play rugby as they do. Uh, they 're a multi phase team they like to hold the ball and attack from anywhere so uh, a lot of threats across the park so we 're going to have to be right on with our defense obviously a couple of uh, exciting half backs here in Weber and Fukutava have uh, mm. being available too so uh, you know that 's a couple of their main threats but we we'll, we 've got to be on across the field. Um, uh, if we do that, we should have a good daily office.
1: Mate, talk to us about this year. Like uh, previous years, you've had a luxury of, of being able to select some some quality players, some international players, players that have got so much experience. And I've asked the question many times, I don't know how you get them under the salary cap. But anyway, that's another question. Um, but, <laughs> but mate, how have you found this year? Having to breed younger players and, and give them opportunity has been a bit of adversity thrown your way, but you, you're happy with how you've been able to overcome it?
4: Oh, exactly, mate. That's like I said before. it's How you adapt and how teams adapt to that adversity, and mm. the, the lads have been really good with their energy and attitude every week, no matter what's been thrown at us—injuries or the floods at the start of the year, or <coughs> a couple yeah, of tight mate. games. That, you know, we've lost. The, the lads have been really well, and I think it's credit to the environment and um, you know what's gone on here the last few years. And uh, yet, there's some. The upside of that is we've had some good young kids. um yep. Get. Uh, time at the NPC, they might not have had. So, Viliami Napa, Fletcher Anderson, Kershaw Sykes, Martin, a couple of you know little gems that have come out of it. So, uh, from that side of things, it's been really pleasing.
1: I've seen your gear man, mate. Your new gear man, your recruit, Ethan Blackadder. How's he tracking?
4: Oh, Mate, he's an awesome, legend to have in the
3: in the environment,
4: and mate, he's been massive to helping those young set those young guys up for success, especially those loose forwards. Uh, he spends a lot of time with them, looking at the on the computers with them, going through their tackle skill sets, uh, <laughs> breakdown skill sets, so. Uh, he's like the the fifth coach for us this year he he's been outstanding mate as you could imagine
2: yes. hey Dan, you know you were my first pick on the on the NPC later this year when I picked my teams against Izzy, so you had no pressure from my uh my angle when you take on his horse base <laughs> just calm down tomorrow. mate, tomorrow, but mate, just moving on, Jace Ryan's old job, you picked that up with the Crusaders how are you feeling about uh joining the ranks and have you got all your themes worked out that you're taking down there? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, mate, really, really excited for it. Obviously, uh, spent a bit of time down there over the last few years and coaching development teams and under twenties, and sort of done of a bit of an apprenticeship under Jace, So, uh, really excited to get down there and put my own spin on it, mate. So uh, he was, you know, nicknamed the Mutt on the Pig. So there might be a little wee change of theme for the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> towards, uh breakout room there, but uh, to be to be honest, I haven't put too much thought into that just yet. I'm uh, where my feet are and, and looking to finish off this NPC the right way, and when the time comes, I'll uh connect with Razor and the lads down in Christchurch and, and really look forward to getting
1: down there. Oh we look look forward to having you in the in the promised land brother. Look forward to having you down yeah, here in, in Christchurch. In the, in... Land, <laughs> in the Cyclops land brother. In the Cyclops calm down Gibby. Uh but no mate, appreciate you coming on Dan Uh I wanna yeah. say all the best, but I won't. So uh yeah, thanks go very much man. <laughs> Come
4: on Dan go get him, brother <laughs> Hey mate, there's only two teams that have won in McLean Park in the last three years, and it was Wellington last week and Tassie last. Oh year, mate. mate, honestly,
1: that Tassie semi final cost me an arm and <laughs> leg against Fonterra. It wasn't <laughs> wasn't pretty. Appreciate your time, Dan. Thanks so much, mate. Go well.
4: Good
1: man. Thanks, team. Here's Dan Parent, assistant coach, uh, coach for the um, Tasman Marquart, and uh, assistant coach for the Crusaders now, Good rooster, taking mate. over Jetty Shrine. Yeah, love that about Ethan Blackadder. Just a real good man. Oh, he's an old soul and a young body, that fella. He's oh, so awesome. good, mate. Loves helping people and just good to get a little update, see where he's at.
0: Yeah, because he's going to be a huge addition for next year's uh, Rugby World Cup. He's yeah. probably the loose forward that a lot of people will be missing. But hundred percent. You're right. On Dan, never actually spent time talking to Dan or had to, got to hear him in that sort of environment. You can actually see why. That yeah. makes sense. Straight away. Straight away you get the connection uh, as to why he would have worked well with Jason, that apprenticeship, and why Razor will be attracted to Dan. And you got to say, he's got the plum coaching job that was out there. That's the job, is he, that everyone mm. would want because, look, they just win and, and it excels your coaching career just ten times, isn't it? Well, it's a tough act to follow,
1: isn't it? Tough act to follow. But I love it how you just said, honestly, I'm going to go there and put my own spin on it. And that's yeah. what you need to do. You can't go... And you, you take the same philosophies, the same techniques and tactics wise, but you put your own little spin on it and you change your messaging. And that's what you want Dan to do to go there and inspire. This is a new start for him. Go in there and uh bring a different approach and, and keep stimulating this, their minds because it can get really re- pretty repetitive. What was at that time. name?
2: What was that name? The, the
1: Mutt. Mut. The Mutt Mutt. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Jace Ryan's nickname's Mutt. Mutt. <laughs> Don't know why
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes you do but he's a bit of a pooch at the moment
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> are the All who nice do that yet it's the big job the mutt to the pooch very good daggy
3: caring for our communities out of the gym and off the park working just as hard paying it forward to our next generation this is More Than an Athlete with Izzy and Kempi
2: Yeah, how good is that, eh? He's played 27 tests for his country and captained them for 10 of those and he's been in our life as a footy player and pundit for a long time now but some of Richie Barnett's most fulfilling work has has no doubt been off the field working with Kiwis to see them at their best. He's on the line with us now, ready to join us for more than an athlete. More than a Richie, how are you, brother?
5: Morning, mate. How are you, mate? Far out. Thanks for the call yesterday, mate. <laughs> nice. Didn't even
2: you know it was on the line. I know, mate. I know. It's been a while. You, you probably can't remember me carrying you out of that place in Melbourne that time, but <laughs> so I'm, always looking after...
5: place, mate.
2: I'm always looking after my mate, Richie Barnett. Hey, you tell us a little bit about the space you're working in at the moment.
5: Yeah, um, I've, I've been life coaching for the last six years and mentoring uh, youth. Into employment, um, offering that partial care component to them over the last sort of couple of years, to enable them to reach their potential and and just get, and fast track that whole pathway system. I guess it's I've used it in leg right, I've yep. used it in sport, so there's no difference in terms of helping kids coming through the employment pathway system, but also uh, giving solutions to the challenges that most people, uh, most youth are facing now, even more so. Um, I'm with I am Hope as well, so I'm I'm the culture nice. and well-being person there at. I'm Hope with my old mate Mike, so that's been really exciting and just it just fills my cup immensely.
1: Is this something that you've been passionate about, Richie? And how did it come about? Like, was it something while you're playing you had an experience that you you kind of take forward and you share those lessons that you, you've learned along the way?
5: Yeah, it's a good it's a good point. Like, I've I've always been fascinated by human behaviour, always have been. Um, I guess having a brother that sort of went so far left and and me so far right, I wanted to understand what those decisions and when were those decisions made by somebody at that time. Um, Everyone has their issues and problems and and it's the decisions they make um, or the meaning they give certain things, I guess, in life and um, so I was just just really intrigued by it all. So, you know, I, I did a number of courses with Tony Robbins. Um, I did an NLP course and I constantly try to improve and understand why people do the things they do. So that was one part of it. The other part is when I went through my facial injury in 2000 and when I came back from it, uh, physically I was in my, my best shape I've ever been in, but mentally I wasn't quite there. You know, I was that, that, that fraction, that little bit that tells you um, the fear, you know, that, that fear response to me was just a little bit off and it was enough for me not to perform at my best.
2: Hey Richie, it's Mental Health Week and you're talking about you know uh, the struggles of especially our youth these days. Can you give us a, um, an understanding of what is the difference between the time you were growing up, I was growing up playing for the Kiwis to so what kids are dealing with today?
5: Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that. <laughs> there, is a, there is a different, there is a, the, the lens in which they, they live through now is completely different. We can't cast what we, what we used to have mm. and what we thought mm. to the ones they're experiencing t- in today's world. And that's where we get the problem is, you know, we need to understand where they see it so we can understand how we can help and solve, not their problems, but listen to them more often. Um, today is so different. You know, we used to be outside eight hours of the day experience um, nature and just living socially and interacting physically, and so we're building such a big wider um, learning curve for for most of it, being outside, experiencing it. Now they don't. They're Mm -hmm. spending less and less time outside, um, probably an hour a day um, now, and it's concerning to me. Um, the way that they're on screen, uh, the, they're on screen quite a lot now. So they're they're not interacting as well as they should. Uh, the family structure is completely different now, uh, where both parents are working long hours. So there's not enough nature in, uh, for our kids to listen, to adopt, and teach. And um, our kids uh, used to be one parent being home, so they could nurture our children. Now there's both working, and they get home, they're stressed. And the kids are learning completely off a, off a, an iPad or a, or a mobile phone now. So it's it's so different now. Yeah, it is, so mate. Different.
1: It's so different, you're dead right, like the kids inside, the times on the iPads and you know I'm guilty of it myself with, with young kids, it's so easy just to chuck them in there and keep them quiet for an hour but I guess you've got to think of the long term effects mate, just, just quickly, uh, people out there listening and, and it is mental health awareness a week and, and it's an important week, it's something we should talk about every single day, not just one week, um, some of the tools that, that you have used or you might know that potentially might help someone that. Is, is probably feeling, uh, you know, a little bit of self doubt, um, a little bit of anxiousness, and, and you know, a little bit of downness. You know, something that you've used over your time that you might be able to offer and, and help.
5: Right, I've, I've had, <laughs> I've had a lot of like tools that I've used, but I think for parents, is the best thing to do is actually sit down with their kids and listen to what they're saying. Yeah, um, I think that's the biggest one we could, and, and show vulnerability and show them that in terms of what your week looks like and you know because it's not all rosy you know like we haven't got our shit together most of the time but Mm. we they tend to think that everyone's perfect the world is perfect you know these filters on phones now and they don't see us actually have conversations around what a rough week looked like or the challenges that we had week. so we can open that door to them to say oh this is quite normal and thanks for listening That'll in- encourage them to have a connection and a lot more, and just to say, "Listen, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it." That would just make their life so much better because at the mm. times now, it's just little time with our kids. Now we're just telling them what to do. Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you pass that? So it's more a directive as a, in terms of engagement and listening to our kids. Mm. That's, that's probably dead. the biggest one. That, mm. Yeah, that's the biggest one. I think we could take, and that's an "I am" hope sort of message that we're trying to get out to our kids and you know what our fathers were you know they're pretty disciplined people you know that <laughs> yeah. showing vulnerability showing vulnerability means a sign of weakness right yeah in my world I, I i'm i'm more the other way i like to show vulnerability because and then my strength comes in the habits and routines that i have which is mm. pretty damn disciplined so i show them that way mm.
2: okay. and and being vulnerable richie look i'm sitting here listening to a bloke uh, run around in the Kiwis with and it's really different for rugby league men of our era to show uh, vulnerability and actually talk about listening um, because yeah. we, we were drummed as as young kids um, that we were the ones who had to listen <laughs> not the ones to, to, to talk so my, uh, again yeah. take my hat off to what you're doing there Hey, obviously there's a lot more going on in the world as well we've got the World Cup coming up and the NRL finals this week, mate. You pick for the NRL finals, and what do you think the Kiwis?
5: How the Kiwis are looking uh, going into the World Cup? Oh my goodness, it's pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going the Eels. I just feel that the gotcha. time is right. You know, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm a big fan. I love Dylan, uh, Dylan Brown. I love Moses. I love Clint. I love the way they play. Um, maybe the pressure might get to them, maybe I'm just I'm just focusing that the way they've just come through, they may just take it out this time. Ugh, I don't know. But I know what you know, the Penrith Panthers, we know what they're like. They're so disciplined and they have they've been there done that. They've got players who played an origin. Um, so most of them uh, have stepped up the plate many times more than what the Eels have and you know, that, that goes a long way. But I just think it's their time. Um, Kempi on the Kiwis I'm, oh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> Exciting I'm at, yeah, It's, a, it's, it's ex- very exciting to see such quality mm. and, and high performance from all these players right throughout the year and the top teams and performing the best in their team so I'm super excited for what, what we've got ahead of us I really have it's been a, a, it's, it's been a long time coming that we've got um, class right across the board, and Dylan Brown is one of those players, you know, that I'm just so grateful to to see him play in um, a player
1: of his calibre. Yeah, he'll stand out for me. You know, our off season I was talking to Kempe earlier on, I just had limited knowledge on Dylan Brown, and just since he announced his name, I was like, whoa, this kid can play, how good is he? A dark horse, come World Cup, we spoke about it. That, that's so competitive now, the World Cup. You've got the Island teams coming through and can beat anyone on their day, but an absolute dark horse for you going to the World Cup?
5: Uh, I do, oh, I I don't know. Yeah, I'd say Tonga would be Tonga would be one of them. Clearly, they could they could do it. They could you know bust any side to pieces. Um, So I'd say them as a dark horse.
2: Oh, nice, nice. Samoa look like they're putting a good team together too. Richie and I said that Tony Uddles t- tried to get Val Holmes to co- uh, commit to the Cook Islands and missed out. He's uh, decided to go with the Kangaroo. so it's a good one coming up, mate. Just before I let you go, what's your go-to song at the moment? What are you listening to on the um, through, through the headphones?
5: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to. I don't know. Crikey, that's a good one to put on you, mate. Um, oh. I have no idea. My brain, as you would know. Still that's still repairing I can, from all those years That's of, why I carried you out. <laughs> you did
2: you, you dodged yourself caught on the song? dance floor. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it was going like look. I was going, oom-tch, 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 <laughs> that's a Richie. That's a Richie Barnett. Go to mate. Thanks a lot for joining us this morning. Hey, you're yeah. doing a wonderful job with Mike King, um, and his co- culture and well-being um, with I am Hope, but also just mate. It's so refreshing to hear one of our fathers. Listen, mm. I think that's the message. That's message. Me and Izzy have taken on board. And uh, go well, brother. I hope. Uh, I hope our Kiwis bring that World Cup home too, as well.
5: Yeah, cheers, brother. Thanks, is he? Thanks there, Kimpy. Love you, boys. Cheers. Yeah, there
1: he is, Richie Barnett. And I, I recommend you go have a look at his website, richiebarnett.co.nz. He's doing some great things: services, mentoring, nutrition, speaking. Mate, you, just, want
2: how, you want to see? You want to see what shape he's in? Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm having a
1: look mate. I'm like nutrition. Oh, okay. Look at him. He's a okay. That's, what he, <laughs> yeah, that's what he said.
2: He 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 shows his vulnerability ab- around his structure for his discipline and his discipline. And he is, mate. He's like Ruben Wiki. Mm. They just they got the system that they they stick with. And you know, that burpee story I told you about from, from the bottom of our studio basically just out here to Mission Bay,
1: mm-hmm.
2: crazy, just crazy. That's this Kevin Sinfield mentality. I'm gonna go and run seven ultra marathons. You know, Richie Barnett and Ruben Wicke, if I said, can choose two Kiwis that could do that, would be those two. Yeah. Every day of the week. They would just I've get heard about
1: Reuben but I haven't heard about Kiwi- um, Richie Barnett. Oh, Richie's a freak. But man, <laughs> looking at him here. Is... So Richie
2: coming in as a captain of the Kiwis mm. was was a bolt out of the blue. You know, he's come in and he's played wing on the World Cup in ninety five. was my I retired on that World Cup mm. and then all of a sudden he's like he was really good on the basketball court, like outstanding basketballer and just hold this ball around and then everyone's going, Actually man, he's our best player. And he's uh, he's gonna actually take over as the captain and the next minute they named him as captain, it just was a bolt out of the blue. Mm. But good and just a good dude to boot. Real
0: Love good. It. more than an athlete there you go Richie nz. go have a look if you're interested and in that resonated with what he was saying there a couple of texts Roosters 2009 wooden spoon to Roosters grand final 2010 is a better resume than Todd Payton well yeah that's pretty hard to beat though isn't it the Cowboys have had a hell of a year and All Blacks 15 coaching staff to take over the All Blacks in the next cycle question mark maybe maybe that's the writing on the wall Scott Hanson <laughs> and Leon McDonald <laughs>
5: Shoulder, it
0: so right. you didn't wake, see cool, didn't 14 face. away from 9 o'clock Double eight, double three. Mark says Thanks Louis, my smoky tipped out to the world Real slim shady Well it's okay Mark, because somebody else reckons that La Bella Beals is going to go alright on the text line as well, Double eight, double three. So it's an open race, race 3 there at Hastings on Saturday, you have your pick Around the grounds, boys and let's go around the grounds. Let's just double check it. Who was your top pick in the Arrowfield? Is he? Owen La Creek.
1: Yeah. Owen La Creek. And, and I reckon La Creek's to win. I just, just quickly, I've just seen a horse it's come back. Aegon. Yes. Racing. Lee Thinness is old pal. Yes, mate. Like, obviously, big. But a horse went over to Australia, didn't probably hit the heights it was hoping for. It's come back. What are we expecting from that? Aegon. Race, Race swags,
0: what 4 it It's got the top weight, doesn't it? Yeah, top weight. And it trialed okay. Mm. Well, like, I'll personally watch Aegon go, go around, but I want to see him back to his best. Mm. What a star he was yeah. in that Karaka mile. Yeah, I've seen his name. I was like, oh,
1: Aegon. Man, it's been away for a while. It's been spelling. It's come back. Yeah, good. just had, had its fair share
0: of issues, mm. Aegon, didn't he? God, mm. oh, we never saw the best of him. So hopefully. Yeah. Yep, good. Well spotted there, uh, Daggy. Right. Arrowfield, you're Luck Creek? Yeah, La Creek. You're a Luck Creek as well, Kempy? Uh, La Creek, yep, group one. I think she's going really to be really hard to roll, but I'll, for a point of difference, I'll, I'll go Mustang Valley. Hmm. Bengals Dolphins, one <laughs> fifteen pm tomorrow afternoon at Pecor Stadium, Cincinnati. Well, we know who Joe's tipping, so we don't have to ask him. I'm going
2: to go Bengals so Joseph gets it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm going to bet against Brett from Huntley. I'm going to go Bengals. Joe Burrows will get it done. Okay, Joe, actually, I'll give you a
0: chance here then.
1: I'm actually going Bengals to too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shock, <shit. laughs>
0: sad. That was your chance to make. That was your chance to redeem yourself with Tua. Uh, Hawks, baby, Tasman. Seven five p.m. tomorrow night at McLean Park. We've had a text here. I would love Kempy to talk Tasman Marcos up and give them the kiss of death, so it helps Northland win a quarterfinal spot. Oh,
2: mate, I'm going Hawks Bay. I reckon they do it by fifty.
1: Kimpy, Kimpy, don't you <laughs> sit over there and smile. Mate, hey, you've got Tasman. I know. So you've done that on purpose, the kiss of death on my Hawks Bay. You horrible man, you horrible <laughs> Gee, man. Gee, the, the depths a man will go to
0: to win a Tiffin Colt. Hawks Bay all day, <laughs> baby. <laughs> you, you've really learned a thing or two about Ken during this process, I haven't have, you? I
1: have, mate. He just does it on <laughs> purpose, so wind me up. Do anything oh. to
0: win? Okay, what about Otago Canterbury Saturday night at the bar, Forsyth?
2: Well, they're both Izzy's team, so...
1: Mate, I target Bit Canterbury last year down at Forsyth Bar. It is the local derby. Yeah, it's the local derby, and they really get up Canterbury.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's. I think that's probably. I, a... You could just see that
2: patch lifting and lifting
0: <laughs> I don't have a patch for Canterbury. I don't. Yeah. I don't really like well, what about speaking of Kent? Can- I don't like Canterbury. See, speaking I like of Crusaders. Wash your mouth. You, you you live there on the blessed lands, all right? Yeah. Speaking of the Blessed Lands, My what mind. about Mid versus South Canterbury? 2.30pm Saturday, Ash Bird and Showgrounds in the uh, mighty Heartland. Mid boys. South. South will dominate them. Y- you reckon there's an upset? I do. You yep. didn't like what you heard out of Theo? No. I reckon Mid's got him. Man, you love it, eh, and, <laughs> Interesting. What about Waikato Bay of Plenty? And Bay of Plenty, obviously... Heartbreaker last night, four oh, thirty p.m. It? Saturday, Avon FMG Stadium, Waikato. we will be having
1: a word to this skip. I mean, coach Mike Delaney, get them up. That's w- the w- one. That's the w- game. Anthony, yeah. That's
2: the one that that really needs to come home. That'll probably be the
1: round of the the weekend, I reckon, because Waikato have been on a on a in a freezer at the moment. They have been playing poorly, and as with Donald, he's actually doing a bit of coaching with them. They need to bounce back. How much I'm coaching the, is he? I need doing?
2: Uncle Brett to go down there and. Tune up, boy, <laughs> up, Tune up. Bit.
1: Yeah, that's going to be the the, the matching around, I think.
0: Okay, Panthers, Eels, 9.30pm Sunday night at a cool stadium, Sydney. Of course, it's the big dance. Panthers by two. Eels by six. I feel like a good old-fashioned bat and coffee order on this then. You're going I'm hetty? quite happy
2: to take that, yeah.
0: Yeah. So you want me to shout lunch in? Bip. Well you're going to win nah. the NPC, Tiffin <laughs> got mate. Us. Come on <laughs>
1: Nah King keen, keen as Keen On Kinky Kippy There you go <laughs> We shout
0: every day don't we anyway Oh of course <laughs> <laughs> I mean, It makes no difference It's just a little bit of the Boys love it It's a little bit of drama to it uh, We had a text here from Brad Manchester Derby I'm a huge United fan But unfortunately this is a bridge too far If United play at pace And get in behind Then they could be a chance to one City I think $7.50 at the tab What do you guys reckon I've
2: always been a Manchester United fan because Old Trafford Rugby League's always played there, so I'm going United. Yeah? Oh, I just thought you were a Liverpool fan. No, well, it's in the derby, though. Manchester City, Man- there's no Liverpool in the middle. Mm. It's, uh, oh, hang on. It's Manchester City, Liverpool versus Manchester United. No, I'm taking man. You nodded.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you go for more after this. You're asleep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's lost the plot.
0: United. United, <laughs> we are. So. Okay, boys. Very, very good. And appreciate everybody's texts that have come through this morning uh, on Double Eight, Double Three. And in general, what a busy Thursday we've had. Uh, go and catch our podcast at. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Highlights of today, obviously, Kevin Sinfield, um, pretty an amazing chat. So was Richie Barnett. A couple of guys doing things, paying it forward, and uh, two league. men, and Kempi must be pretty proud. Oh, hundred
2: percent. Just to uh, just to talk to uh, Kevy since I've left England, I haven't obviously had a chat to him, but just to hear what he had to say, and I'm so proud of him for what he's doing to for his mate. You know, that's that typifies a, a decent decent human being. Um, and Richie. You know, Richie's been a pundit on, on TV, Sky, calling Rugby Lee, yeah. and has come out and said we need to listen. I, 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 that message in itself is massive for for people in my era, because we were
0: told to listen Yeah, as kids. Didn't he kind of, um I tell you something, I was struck by listening to him, how much he, him and Dr. Lara Andrews were saying the same message. When mm. your kids speak, sit down and listen and mm. uh, I'm not a parent, but that it just resonated in everyday conversation. So if you missed that, go to Izzy and Kempy for Breakfast, our podcast channels. I just don't know if I could sit down and listen to Tilly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she already you tells got me got what no to choice, do. you got no choice, mate. you oh, got no
0: choice. But just great messaging. There. You need I, to go home and see, see <laughs> I, Tilly. Mate, I
1: really enjoyed that. And honestly, this, this week has been special, and it's been good to be up here with you lads and uh, share this week and, and, and talk about the conversations that we usually shy away from. So, yeah, appreciate Awesome, awesome big, messaging this week.
0: Big week from you, Izzy. Well done, man. Carplay again.
1: Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why Tyre Power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later.
3: Terms and conditions apply. So, visit tyrepower.com.au or call 132191.